Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Dan Enriquez. And I'm Martin Burgess. And this is The Lamely Meeting. A podcast dedicated to the wonderful world of Mariah Carey. Where we break down all things Mimi. The short skirts. The big hair. Whatever. So, grab a splash, sit back, and get ready to lamb out. Hey, lambs. Here we are. Hey, Dan. How are you, Martin? Good. How you doing? I'm doing really, really well. Episode five. I know. Here we are. We now have a whole handful of yes. episodes. On one hand. <laughs> On one hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be talking all about Mariah's men. We're getting all up in her business all like a Wendy Like a Wendy interview, right? <laughs> oh, wait. Can I just tell the audience something real quick? Yes. So before I moved to America... I heard that lyric all up in my business like a windy interview mm-hmm. and I had no idea what that meant. Okay. So people of the world, <laughs> Wendy Williams is a talk show host here in America yes. and she gets all up in people's business. She asks them questions she shouldn't be asking. Yeah. And you can find her on YouTube. She has a great talk show now that I love. Yes. I'm I watch it pretty much every day. And she actually has an on-hand lamb as well. Yes. He works there. Her, like, right-hand man... Yeah, one of her producers, um, Norman. ...is a lamb. How you doing, Norman? Hey, Norman. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so... So that's who Wendy is in All Up In My Business. Yeah. Like a Wendy interview. Exactly. I knew that, but I, because I, even though I'm not from New York, because she's normally like East Coast, yeah. I knew it just because um, I heard her, their interviews, because she's interviewed Mariah a couple times. Yeah. So I just knew it through that. But. See, I didn't really catch on until I moved here. Yeah. All well, those years of course ago. not. So that's a little um, educational fact. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> fact of the day. A little Mariah fact of the day for those of you who might not know it. But anyways, what were you up to this week, Martin? Uh, I had a boring weekend. No, that's all right. Uh, I had like allergies kicking oh, in. Oh, gosh. The change of season. It is. That now is the allergy time. Yes, it is. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I got into the Netflix. See, that's what you do, right? Yes, that's <laughs> what I did. I saw this really funny movie called Welcome to Me. Welcome to me. Okay. Have you seen it? It's got Kirsten Wig in it. Oh, wait. Um, this is the one where the lady's riding around in like a big a swan. Yes, yes, like, yes. Thing or so something. she's basically mentally ill. I think she has borderline personality disorder yeah, or something. I did something see Something like it's that. Really good. She's off her medication and she mm-hmm. wins the lottery, like $80 million, and basically pays for her own TV show. <laughs> Because she's writing the checks, they're basically, basically letting her do anything exactly. she wants. It's pretty freaking funny. It was a funny movie. I did. I really enjoyed it. I love a good laugh. I know. So that's what I did. Well, that's fun. What I, did you do? I thought I was going to have a good laugh because I went to a taping of a TV show all the way out in Queens. Mm. Queens, honey. Over there? Over there. Like, I don't even know what Queens is. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I went there and it's this new NBC show that uh, Neil Patrick Harris is hosting. Okay. 
And how was we, it? it? Well, it probably won't be around in two months, but that's okay. <laughs> I was a little upset because I went there and I didn't know, but this is like their test show. They're not huh. even airing this show. Uh-huh. And I was like, five hours later, what am I doing here? Like, why are you retaping all these things? Yeah. It's a test show. Yeah. You're never going to air it. Like, get over it. But the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> that I did like about it was his co-host is Nicole Scherzinger mm. from Pussycat Dolls. Love her. And I love her. Yeah. She's so underrated and she does not get the um, the press that she deserves because she's very talented. She can sing. She can dance. Yeah. Um, and she's very beautiful. Okay, you know, I like her, but she just never... I've never been obsessed or anything. Yeah, well, I think that's the general public's opinion on her, it's too. It's a shame, though. She is all of those things talented. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. But what little tidbit of fact here, the mm. studio that this TV show was taping in was actually uh, where Mariah taped her triumphant video. Oh, wow. And I was an audience member or an extra in that video. So if you pause it at the right moment, you can yeah. actually see me. <laughs> so that, that was a legit studio? That was like a legit studio. Um, the video was like a 25-hour video shoot. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, it's a Mariah video. I'm like the only lamb there. Everyone yeah. else is like actors. Oh, wow. And they're all like networking with each other. And they keep asking me, oh, what have you been in? What are you auditioning for? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm here to see Mariah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but it was great to see Mariah sort of like in business mode yeah like working it was super super great she didn't like normally you know she would like interact with fans if people are there but these were all like just extras and people so she didn't interact with anybody except she did blow me a kiss and waved from the other side of the stage when she saw me so i was like hey girl how you doing oh that's fun yeah so that was my fun week uh if you call it fun but uh you know who's had more fun this week who miss mariah oh she's got a lot of moments okay you gotta give us a moment i'm waiting for my moment get Thank we share you. moments whenever transitional moment like a fun you know cute remix moment an amazing moment but i'm also featuring moments for you oh i need a camouflage moment a genius moment a short moment i've been waiting for this moment the whole day okay time for moments moments here we are big news day today i know it's exciting i know finally we have information about the christmas movie I cannot wait. So I found out on Mariah Carey Australia. Love it. They're you... very, they're very, very good. They're on top of everything. They're on top of it, Rose. Because how did they find out before I'm here in America? They're over there. Anyway. Uh, they're doing well. They're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Christmas movie is called Melody and Mistletoe. Ah, cute. I know. Premiering on December nineteenth on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Um. And they do a bunch of Christmas type of cute little stuff like that. So this is going to be great. Yeah, but by, by the way, Hallmark Channel and Lifetime Channel, they make cheesy movies. Yeah. That's, that's their so thing. I hope no one is thinking like this is going to be like some big blockbuster. It's not it's, precious. It's no. not um, <laughs> The Butler. It's a cute little, you know, uh, seasonal movie. It's going to be a family movie. Family movie. Cheesy really moments. Cute, yeah. And that's about it. Do you, I remember um, when they first announced this movie, I think... There was an article on Black Voices on HuffPost. Mm-hmm. Posted an article saying, oh, Mariah's got a new movie coming out. I hope it's not like Glitter. I want it to be like wa- Glitter. Yeah. yeah. Can we get some Glitter Part 2? Yeah. Exactly. I'll take it. And I want Part 2 of the soundtrack as well, because that soundtrack is amazing. A Christmas Glitter album? Like, come on. Christ- Anyway. I'm, I'm I'm down. I want it to be um, cheesy and, we're, and fun. We're gonna have to get new music out of this because isn't she playing a 
a music teacher in a school. Yeah, so apparently she... Um, well, first of all, Mariah's directing the thing. Yes, and She's starring. singing and starring, and her role is a music teacher who's helping a new student write a Christmas song. That's so cute. For, like, the town show or whatever. That's amazing. Which I is cannot perfect. wait to hear what we get. I know. Oh, I love it. It's just around the corner, too. They're going to start filming in Ohio in October. Yeah, which I'm surprised, because I thought she would be down for a New York Christmas movie. Yeah, right? I guess it's it's probably, like, you know, it's cheaper to film there. It's yeah. probably They probably get, like, a big, like, tax something or another. I'm, Some, sure. I'm sure it has a lot to do with but money. But I'm also down for, like, a small town Christmas story. Yeah, it probably is going to be like that. Yeah. I just hope they can get enough snow in there. Yeah. In October, in Ohio. I don't know. Do you think? No. I'm sure Mariah can figure it out. I mean, she's the queen of Christmas. She'll figure out some I snow. I mean, when we were at the Christmas show last year, did she or did she not make it snow? It snowed when it we left. It snowed. <laughs> right? When you <laughs> exactly. had to leave the show, it snowed outside. And she did that. <laughs> she made it snow. Um, she knows people. Exactly. I mean, she knows Santa. <laughs> yeah. They're friends. Speaking of movies, um, this week was the 14th? 14th. 14th anniversary yes, of Glitter. Glitter. Which falls on the most unfortunate. Very unfortunate day, day for it to fall on. But hey, um, uh, you know. It's an anniversary. It's an anniversary and we celebrate anniversaries here. That's what we do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to that album um, for the first time in probably months yeah. from like beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And I just, every time I listen to it, I just love it. We're talking about Glitter, by the way. Yes, the Glitter soundtrack yeah. album, whatever you want to call it. It's so good. It's so good. She really blended in, uh, we, we're just going to have to do a, a Lamely meeting we'll on this, do but whole she show. really blended in like the great musical styles of the 80s with current day music, and it's great. Do you really think that 9 11 affected the movie? Um, the terror attacks of 9-11 here right. in New York City. Yes, of course it did, but the movie wasn't going to do good anyways. Pretty cheesy. You know, for for the general public, yeah. it's probably, it wasn't going to do well. I love it because it's very campy. Yeah, it's, it's very amazing. Mariah. Totally. It's, and she looks good in it too, okay? Yeah, and yeah, if I was going to make a movie, it would turn out like Glitter. Right. I don't That's think Glitter is bad. I think, no. I think it's gr fine. It's I love fine it. movie. I, I can't believe people are still hating on it. They still hate on it. <laughs> 14 years later. But there's also, I think, a um, a cult following occurring now. Oh, there definitely is. People... I love when she was on Andy Cohen. See, now we're getting into the glitter. And oh, she no. like, yeah, talked yeah. about glitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. Okay. Anyway. Because okay. there's so many other moments. We also got the um, Love Takes Time anniversary. Oh, that, same day. Oh, same day for Love Takes Time came out the same day in 1990. Yeah. So there's actually, it was, and then also um, Fantasy mm. was also uh, this week's anniversary. Was it Fantasy or Daydream? I think it was, was fantasy. fantasy. It was Fantasy came out and debuted at number one. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yes. On, I think it maybe the 12th of September. I can't, I don't know numbers. Yeah, a lot of But something like that. Weeks. But there's a lot of anniversaries. Let's get back to the new stuff. Yes. Game of War commercial. Game, I always want to call it Game of Thrones because I whatever. think they're all Lord the of the same Rings. thing. Lord of the Rings. Hobbit. It's all the same. Uh, uh, yeah, something or another. She's involved now. I love it though. It's yeah. such a cute little commercial and Mariah running with the sword at the end in her Xena warrior princess outfit. Yeah, so if you I haven't, fucking love it. If you haven't seen it yet, it's basically this medieval themed moment with like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe I mean, it. It's just a medi medieval moment. We're like, People have swords and running and yeah. dragons. And so these guys are getting attacked from all angles and they keep pushing this button on their 
phone, which they happen to have, and they keep playing Mariah's Hero. Yeah. Which is that great. Online. Which is perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know she got a pretty penny for that. Oh, absolutely. You know she doesn't license that's where the music money, out. That's where the money is now. Yeah. In games. Of course. Uh, yeah. So well, anyway, these guys are, like, playing Hero, and then Mariah turns up. And she's, like, the Slay Raya hero. She's Slay Raya. Is she Mariah in the game? Or is she a character? I think she's Slay Raya is officially her name. Oh, it's Slay Raya. I just Raya. made that up. But okay. We can, it's Let's totally, hashtag definitely yeah. official. I mean, she slays the dragon. So she's wearing her hair's d- top head and hair are perfect, <laughs> immaculate, as always. Flawless. Then she's wearing a Xena, like, armor, Xena warrior princess. Which I love. Outfit with a sword. When she starts running with that sword, I just... Love it. I love when Mariah runs. I just do. But this I don't is not know what Mar- it is. You, what's funny is they had to get a professional runner to do it for but her. Because okay, this is not Mariah running. It's not Mariah running. I think it looks. Ju- whoever is, no. they're running like Mariah. Mariah can't run like that. <laughs> yeah, she can't. That's a full like athletic charge. Like okay. Mariah cannot do that. Maybe they taught her. They could. They might have. I need Maybe more she details. had like a, a, a trainer ma- or somebody. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. It's just funny to see Mariah do that. It's just hilarious. I love it. And I hope it gets, like, a ton of, like... I don't know. Buzz. I don't know. Buzz? I don't even know where you play that game at. It's on the App Store. Oh, okay. Where SoundCloud is that you need to download. And and then you can listen to us. Yes. On SoundCloud. It's in the same area. Yeah. same. It's all the same thing. But really um, interesting move on her part. Yeah. You know what I think is really interesting is like so this commercial um for Game of War was uh essentially debuted on tmz.com. Mm. And if you think back a little bit, so was the premiere of the Infinity remix Why You Mad. Yes. So TMZ has got to be in cahoots with Mariah's management of some sort the because pub- they're getting all the exclusives. I think her publicist is probably Yeah, it has a good to be. Link there. Um which I don't know why they would go that route with TMZ, but I'm not mad because the things that we have gotten, we would otherwise not have gotten. Yeah. Um, they've been releasing a lot of pictures of like her and James. Yeah, and yeah. So there's some sort of uh, friendly deal going on there, I believe. Probably, which but it's fine. I think TMZ is good for creating buzz. Yeah, as well. because it's very popular. Or not. If nothing. Like the Why You Mad, I think we just heard it there, then on and YouTube then, a little bit, and, and that's that was it. it. Which is, that's all we needed to hear. Yeah. That's fine. We're not getting anything from there, are we? That, no. That um, song. No, but that's fine. It was cute for a moment. Yeah. What other moments are we talking about? Well, Mariah's uh, back in New York, essentially. I know that oh, she was yes. here, and then she was there, and then she was in Malibu with the kids. But the kids are now out at Daddy's house. Wait, have you noticed that Mariah's look has changed a little bit? She's yeah. bringing us back down to jeans. Jeans and uh, very demure looks. Yeah. Like when she went to the zoo with the kids. Yeah, she had like and... her double denim outfit on with just a black tank and top. And she had like um, her little purse that was strapped around her body. It was cute. She had her own bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was cute. It was very cute. But on, on the same time, I love when she gives us that because, you know, it's just Mariah being a mom out, in, out on the town doing her thing. Yeah, because, you know, um, last week we were talking about the debut album 
mm-hmm. and just kind of like researching that and just seeing old school Mariah in her jeans right. and, and just, just like real laid back and not worried about like I love that Mariah. I love that and she I kind know. of vanished the last couple of years. She was well, wearing she, ball gowns yeah, all over the place. She became a glamazon, and I'm not mad at that. Not mad, but it's a little no. little. Uh, I but I like that she gives us a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that Let's because bring it back down, yeah. um, also while she's been here in New York, she went to the Empire season two premiere. Oh, which is um, at Carnegie Hall, yeah, and yeah. she looked gorgeous. Yes. I swear to you, she does not age because when I first saw that picture, I thought it was from an old picture from 2005, The Emancipation Days. That's yeah, what I thought too. I was like, oh my god, yes. Um, but no, that's current day. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was like, you better get it mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had fun with that, and then she brought all the boys back to the Moroccan room, which I would love, love to, to hang, hang out in the Moroccan room. I would die right there. On those pillows. I know, right? That's Talk I about lounging and luxuriating. Yes. I love that. That's my dream. I would... Do you know... Okay, so this is a little bit of a sidebar, but this is on topic of Moroccan room. Yeah. Remember when a few weeks ago we were talking about Mariah giving away that pendant through like the St. Jude's like yeah, cha- yeah. charity or whatever? There was a girl who won that. Yes. And she got to go to the Moroccan room. Yes. Yeah, and not, I want to know who she is. Yeah, part of the um, prize was you win the pendant and you get to go to Mariah's apartment with a couple of friends. With a couple of friends. And, and Mariah they, sings for and you. And Mariah sings for you. And I'm like, okay, who was that person? How come I only saw like one picture yeah. from that event of her in the Moroccan room with Mariah? I bet she was locked down. But like, I'm not. She was not able to roam roam the apartment at her free will. Are you kidding me? No. But like, where but, is she? And like, I just feel like if had a lamb won that, oh my god, we would have gotten tons of information. But yeah. like, it's just some random girl. I yeah, hope she yeah. enjoyed it. We need to investigate that. Yeah, we should get her on the show. Yeah, let's see what she has to say. Come on, girl. Actually, lambs, you need to lamb out and find this person. If you're out there, let us know. We want to know all the details. Yeah, and lambs, like, tell us where to find her. Yeah. Okay, so back to Mariah looking gorgeous here in New York. Yeah. (laughs) So she went to the uh, Empire season to premiere with mm-hmm. Courtney and Lee and all those folks. Courtney's looking good too. Courtney's looking good too. Nice and I want to know more about their friendship. Yeah, I bet it's hilarious. I bet they have so much fun together. Yeah, I think I would love to just hang out. Right. I want to hang out in the Moroccan room with Courtney, with Courtney and, and Mariah. Mariah. And maybe like, you know, who else would we want? Oprah. Well, definitely Oprah. <laughs> Oprah goes everywhere. Yeah. Oprah is with us everywhere we go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then also last night she was looking stunningly gorgeous at a uh, fashion week event. Yeah, she looked really good. Oh my gosh, uh, girl, you better slay them hoes. That's when I like over the top Mariah. Yes, that's when we love the over the top yes. glamour. She looks so flawless. Yes, I love it. And her hair is flat ironed again. Uh, love it. Like the rainbow days. Mm-hmm. Like just nice straight. I think it's even a little lighter than it usually is. She went a little more blonde, but that's fine. I love that too. But she really, she is looking like the Emancipation Mimi days. She really is. She looks great. It's so crazy. Yeah. But I love it. It's great. Yes, yeah, perfect, it. perfect. Okay, but also a We're little on the right sidebar. track. We're back on track. We're back on track. We're getting all over the place. But all a right. little sidebar <laughs> is uh, at this event last night. Okay, because today's topic uh, for the Lamley meeting are all Mariah's men's. Mm. So uh, obviously we're going to be talking about Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's current girlfriend, who I believe is a model of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Um, she was at the event last night as well. I don't know if she came across Mariah or not. Oh. I think her name is Hannah or something. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. I don't follow her, but she was also at the event. Very interesting. Hmm. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Didn't Jita get married? I don't couple, think so. A couple of years ago? No, I don't think so. Is I he? I thought he was going to get Maybe married. Maybe he was engaged. I could be totally making this up, but I swear he got married. 
No, and I think he did not get married. No, it could sure? not have been. No. No, because I would have seen pictures. And I would have been like, oh, that could was have been engaged? Mariah. I just re- could have been Because I, I remember thinking like, oh, no. Now my dreams of them get my dreams of them getting back together are ruined. Ruined. Uh, no, I don't think he got married, but he may have been engaged. Let me, I'm gonna look that up. Okay. Yeah. Because then I heard about a girlfriend. I thought, hang on yeah. a second, wasn't he married? No, I, no, I don't think he was. We'll talk about but, that. We can talk about I that don't later. Know. I don't follow him. Um, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that is is that all the moments we had this week? Um, what else she doing? She was in Disneyland, right? Disneyland with the kids, looking Out there good. In LA. And then she's just back here in New York doing things. Yeah. I want to know when this film starts filming. In, in October. Want... Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, if you lived in Ohio, I you'd be, be there. able to go because they're looking for extras and you have to write them an email and they're like, whatever. But like, that's oh, if you want to go to Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Who wants to go to Cincinnati, Ohio? I me. actually went to Cincinnati, Ohio once to see Mariah on the Charm Bracelet tour. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I actually stayed in the same hotel as she did. Yeah. The Cincinnatian, which is like the only good hotel in the whole city yeah is it a city it's a city i guess i don't know if it's not new york who knows yeah <laughs> um so yeah like it was very interesting because i got to meet all her people and everything because we stayed in the same hotel for like three days but whatever oh wow that's cincinnati she's been there before it's crazy i actually went backstage you did on that show as well <laughs> see i went to the ramp that's how i came moved to america or found new york i came to the new york radio city music yeah it's Hall great show. it was a great show yeah oh, actually i don't think i liked it that much because it had that really cheesy, now that I think about it, it had that really cheesy, like, circus PowerPoint No, I video. loved that. Are you kidding me? That, Charm like, opening video? Is, like, one of her best tours. No, way, wait, like, wait. Totally. I don't think so. Oh. The Charm Bracelet Tour? Yeah, the Charm Bracelet Tour. That, like, weird circus motif at the yes, beginning freaked with, me out. Yes, and they have, like, the guy on the stilts, and then, like, she's like, yeah, oh, no, I loved it. They could have taken it... with Clown. Yeah, but they could have, like, stepped it up a notch. Like, that animation like really i thought it was powerpoint presentation well it probably was martin look at what we're talking about <laughs> here but i think it was a great tour i did like the it was her most theme. extensive tour she like went everywhere with it and i think i saw like five shows oh really yeah i was like all gung-ho i spent all my money to see mariah <laughs> as a little younging yeah actually Young, i did too yeah i had to fly from sydney to New York City. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at her shows, her tours, which we're going to have to have a Lamely meeting on her tours, yeah. but um, Charm Bracelet definitely is like number one or two. I think it's when she started to get creative. Yeah. Or after, actually the Rainbow Tour. Rainbow Tour was, was but Rainbow Tour, the, the stage production was a little bit bootleg, if you yeah. ask me. Uh, we're getting, been we're getting too yeah. into it. We're getting too <laughs> into it. Okay. Actually, they've all been bootlegged until recently, now that, now that well, I think about it. Yeah, because thanks now, to our new friend, um, Corin, David Corin, because now he's stepping up the game, doing things and for Vegas her. Vegas is amazing, and the Christmas show is amazing. Uh, yeah, I think now now that she can see those shows, she has a vision of what right. her, her shows need to be in right. the future. Like you, there is a standard that we want. Yeah, and we like that. And we're we're holding you to it, Mariah. Yeah, we should get David Corin's on the show. We should talk to him, see what it's like. Yeah, what his where his ideas come from? How much how much is Mariah even involved in that? I bet it's her vision. He just executes it really well. Yeah. He does a lot of work, you know, because I started, like, looking uh, at his other work, and he does a lot of things. Yeah. Other stage productions, TV shows. Theater. Theaters, everything. It's he, great. He has great stuff. He's professional. Yeah. Hashtag professional. <laughs> we love professionals. Um. Okay, I think we should start the meeting. Let's start the meeting. Let's talk about these men's. Mariah's men's. Yes. Wake up, Lamb 
Okay, guys, Lamely meeting. Here we are. We decided to talk about Mariah's men. The men of Mariah. And, you know, you might think that we're just talking, you know, gossip here. Um, but I think, you know, because Mariah writes a lot of her songs, like this is a very, you know, uh, in-depth topic here because obviously she writes a, lo- a lot about love and heartbreak. So yes. these men have had something to do with it. They are the source material for her music, right. for she, her writing. She, she gets it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, that's why we want to talk about it, because, like, you know, a lot of these people have meant a lot to Mariah throughout the years. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, most of them have broken her heart. But right. that's but where we've that, got that's some of the life, best honey. songs. The best songs have come out of that. <laughs> yeah. And when we get to the Butterfly album, we're going to tell you who that's all about. Yeah. Um, but we're going to start with the most recent. Uh-huh. So James Packer, yes. the Aussie guy. The Aussie, which... You know, Mariah brings these boyfriends on us out of I nowhere. Know. I, I was completely shocked. Yeah. I mean, I know that they met like through Brett Ratner and whatnot, but I would just imagine that they would have known each other already because Mariah's known Brett Ratner for years. I mean, yeah. decades. I mean, maybe they have, but. You know, I don't know how, you know, James is more of a business person. He does a lot of casinos and things of that nature in Australia, deals with Asia a lot. Um, he's not really in the States so much. So he's probably just business partners with Brett Ratner trying to get into the film industry. I doubt he has a creative side. He's just probably financing right, right. the whole situation. You, you remember when um, Mariah and Brett like went on like some birthday rendezvous together and then like people were saying, oh, her and Brett are together? Yeah. I bet that's when actually she met James. Yeah, that was probably probably his boat that's, or something. Yeah, that was probably around the same time. So now she has James Packer, a nice distinguished gentleman, right? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, we like that. him so far. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's treating her well. He's uh Mariah looks like she's having a good time with him. Yeah. I think he's inviting her onto his holiday vacation, his trips, his properties. So she's just tagging along with him, which is great for her. She doesn't right. have to, she doesn't have to do the work. She's not spending all her time, energy and money on all of this. He's taking care of her like a lady should be taken care of. Yeah, also, you know, he's used to the the craziness that comes with Mariah. He's used to security details and right. You know, you know, because he's lived uh, um he comes from old money, right? A lot of so old money. He, you know, so yeah. he knows what's going on. He knows, you know, the the standard of living and life that Mariah has. Yeah, which I bet is really nice for Mariah. She can just relax and if she needs to right. go outside exactly. and needs security, it's ready. No one's freaking Boom. out about there it. There you go. So, yeah, they've been spending a lot of their time together just, you know, uh, luxuriating, basically. All right. through Italy and Spain and Israel. They've been uh, traveling a lot together and they seem happy. So I like that. Um, and I also really love that um, that necklace he gave her. That uh, yellow diamond heart necklace is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty stunning. So, he I mean, we taste. all like that. We, we like a man like that, a nice, sturdy man, right? Exactly. You know, he's not the most attractive man in the world, but hey, whatever. You know, you, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Can't have everything. I'll take him. Yeah. I'll take him. <laughs> well, you know, especially since he's an Aussie, I bet the Aussie lambs are going to be seeing more of Mariah down there. Right? I would imagine so. That's where he conducts most of his business. Yeah. So she'll probably be down under. Yeah. A, a lot more often. I mean, because now that Mariah's back in New York uh, doing all these things, mm-hmm. he's been spotted outside of her house. Oh, really? You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. 
Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm sure she's going to make it to his home, but he probably has many homes, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, she, after that vacation, she looks amazing. Oh, my God. She's great. I yeah. can't get enough of it. I so, cannot get enough of it. I keep seeing pictures of her, and it's like, yeah, ugh, like, amazing. Like, like, we just got some more pictures from um, the New York Fashion Week at that W Magazine party. Right. It's seriously 2005, uh. Mariah. It really is. Like, it really is. She just, she's an ageless beauty. An yeah. ageless beauty. I love it. It looks like that pasta and pizza refreshed her. <laughs> <laughs> it made her younger. <laughs> it made her younger. It's like the fountain of youth with her. I don't know how she does it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so I wish them well, and I hope things go uh, really well for them. They, they seem uh, to really be getting along. Yeah, but, you, know, you know, I think they get each other, too, because he's got a few marriages under his belt. He's got a couple of kids already. Right. They're of a certain age. Mm-hmm. You know, there's maturity there. Yeah. They're both, and, I think they're both similar age as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But then, you know... Um, as we move forward or backwards, if you will, well, Nick un- Cannon un- came well, before un- that. Yeah, unlike the last one. Unlike yeah. the last one, you know, Nick Cannon. He he. I was never a fan of his, so no. it's hard for me to really say anything good about him. Same. You know, I tolerated him when we were forced. When we were forced, at first I was like, I was so shocked that he and Mariah married. I mean, I didn't believe it. I honestly did not believe it when I first heard it. Oh, I was like, shocked. this is not. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know whose bright idea to come up with that uh, uh, press release or something, that news story, because that's just way out of left field. But apparently they've been, you know, keeping it really undercover. Do we even know how long they were dating? It was really quick. It was very quick. It was Was uh, just just a matter of weeks. It was weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mariah, don't marry people. This is a lesson to everybody. Don't be marrying people after a few weeks. <laughs> no, you can't do that. But, um, you know, my biggest thing was I, when I finally was like, okay, this is real. This is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I really hope that uh, she has a, a nice, solid, um, what do they call those marriage a things? Prenup. A prenup. Yeah. Because, ugh, I could just see something wasn't going to be right. But they seemed very happy together in the beginning. They did for a while. Super happy really cute together Mm -hmm. um they did a bunch of fun things they were all very you know pda kissing and hugging and all kinds of stuff so they were but you know i feel like you know um nick kind of joked about being called mr mariah i think that wore down on him after a while because he just could not rise up to her level of and he never would and he just kept trying and trying and it's just like sir have a seat mariah's got this I mean, what's the most he accomplished, like, host of America's Got Talent? What has he done? I mean, I mean, he does a lot of things, but they're, like, a little little things yeah. all, all over the place. I know he loves DJing uh, all out in the club. Oh, oh my gosh. I feel like I'm just bashing Nick. But when he, <laughs> Mariah toured in Australia for the Triumphant Tour, he was her opening act, um, in quotation marks. Oh, he was oh. the worst DJ I've ever oh, come oh. across. Horrible, oh. horrible, horrible. Poor Nick Cannon. It was awful. But, you know, the, the best thing that did come out of that relationship was uh, the twins, them yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah, they're was... super adorable, and we love that. Yeah, they are super cute. And they are, I... they're ours. Like, yeah. they're going to be yeah. ours forever. <laughs> <laughs> so they're officially Lamely. Yes, like, they are. They're ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thanks, I, Nick. I know. 
Yes, thank you, Nick. But you're excommunicated from the Lamely now. Um, but we wish you well. <laughs> yeah, and Mariah gave us that message that you're out the door via Infinity. Infinity. Okay. So now let's start talking about some of the songs because obviously she hasn't written any songs about James Packer yet. No. But a lot of these other men in her life, she's written songs about, yeah. um, like Infinity, which we assume allegedly uh, mm-hmm. is about Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's pretty. It's pretty obvious there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, most of me, I am Mariah, is about Nick, or in the vein of yeah, breaking up with Nick. Or in the, yeah, I think it tells the story of the um, crumbling of their marriage, yeah. and just my personal opinion on the crumbling of their marriage. I believe it started uh, essentially right after uh, the babies. Yeah, you know, because I think Mariah was looking for you know, this idealistic family, the mom, dad, and mm-hmm. you know, but. Nick is always running around doing things. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I don't... He's never home. I think also her pregnancy was so difficult, it just probably put a big strain on their marriage. And he certainly did not help. Um, Yeah, I think before the kids, they were able to, like, run around and be kids themselves and, like, live the lifestyle and everything's, you know, fun and fabulous. Mm. But then when, when... you know, you're building a family and now you have kids and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You can't keep running around like that. And so I think like Mariah just felt like, you know, Nick is always somewhere, but not there, not for, her. there for her. But yeah, essentially, just, you know, I think when it came down to the crunch, she was just a bit of an idiot as well. Cause do you remember, do you remember when he was on the radio show? He had that morning show. Who knows why? Why, he had, why do you need a morning show? You got Mariah Carey as your wife. But anyway, yeah, he gave out, I think he was about to go on paternity leave and he gave out their home number. Oh, right. Do you remember that? Yeah. And so, you his, know, so his co-host yes, was yes. like freaking out. Like, oh my God, did you, is that real? You shut up. That's not your number. He's like, yeah, let's call it. It's like 7 a.m. They call the number. Mariah picks up and he's like, Nick's like, oh, She's hey. not having it. You answered. She's like, yeah, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I just gave out the phone number. <laughs> She was pissed. Like, I, oh, I mean, grand that, freaking Yes, pissed. and I would be too. She is she is sitting up, laid up with the biggest belly ever with two yeah. babes in it. And this one's playing games on a radio show like with t- their private life. Like total idiot. I think that was another thing that Mariah didn't like is like Nick Nick Cannon has a big mouth. Yeah. Like he just doesn't shut up. No. Like Mariah likes to keep certain things very private about her life, which she should because, you know, otherwise, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't have a problem putting their business out on Front Street. No, he just. And yeah, I don't think I appreciated it. Not at all. No, I don't think anyone did. Uh, I don't think so. Well, you know, he handled he handled the divorce well because if he screwed up too much, the lambs would have come down on him pretty hard. Yeah, well, I think because we don't officially know what exactly the breakup was about, we can't really go for him. Mm-hmm. And Mariah's not made any comments about it, so mm-hmm. um, which I think is very smart because you know once you start making comments about it, then you you're feeding the fire, you're feeding the flame of people to start talking. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want that because I think the last thing she ever wanted was to divorce Nick. I think she kept trying and trying and trying to make mm-hmm. it work and just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to someone like me, there's just no change in him. Yeah. There's just no change in him. I think he was probably too focused on trying to make some sort of career. Right. It just didn't work. He, he was thirsty. He was thirsty. He right. was thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, I really think that she did love him in the beginning. There was de- oh, definitely that were head over heels. Yeah, she was writing Absol- love story people. and mm-hmm, triumphant mm-hmm. and all those and things. And the possible, um, mm-hmm. oh, which you know was a really nice song. I love the lyrics in Impossible. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Uh, really, really good. But you know, all things must come to an end. Yes. So thank you, Nick. <laughs> We we appreciate you, <laughs> but you gotta go. <laughs> but you gotta go. You're but leaving out the door. Before we get off the topic of Nick Cannon, I just want to say how crazy it was in the way in which they met, mm. because Nick always said, "Oh, I wish into existence." Like um, it was like you know he's like, uh, "I want Mariah Carey," and he like put it out there in the world. Like he was like the author of the secret or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. They finally met in like 2005 at like the Teen Nick Teen Choice Awards, some 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 award where you win a surfboard, right? Whatever that is. <laughs> and that was the first time they actually had met, but they didn't start seeing each other until uh, like the E equals MC squared era, right? Which was like whatever two almost two years later, yeah. Because Mariah was actually in a uh, very private relationship with Mark Sudak, who worked for Def Jam. Is he, he the was, cute guy with the shaved head, like a duck, duck yeah, head, yeah. shaved mm-hmm. head? Very handsome. He cleaned up really nice. He was with her at the Grammys. Yeah, he was sitting, he was at, sitting next to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah, they went yeah. to, like, the Golden Globes. He was everywhere. But, like, again, Mariah never said, oh, we're dating. There was never a confirmation of that. Like, she kept it really low-key, really private. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... We're just being together, but they were together. Like we're just, that's just what it is. But we don't really have any specifics on their relationship. No, but he was around. He was always around. Like he was always around. So, and Uh, he was cute. So yeah, you know, Mariah's sometimes good at secretly dating people. She, yeah. Sometimes she keeps stuff on the down low. She definitely can. But us lambs find out. We, we all find out one way or another because another secret secret, and I don't know where this falls in her timeline of men, but mm. um, Demiza, the producer, radio guy. Yeah. What, um, what song did they do together? Well, the K-I-S-S me. No, not that. No, they did um, Cry Baby and the I Still Believe yeah. remix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then they did like a couple of mixtape things like on the side. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know when they started, like, actually singing. He wrote a book. Oh, yeah. And Mariah's people, like, sent him a cease and desist uh, letter and said, no, you can't publish that, blah, blah, blah. Oh. But apparently, um, a couple years after, he went to, like, um, some, some tabloid or something and started talking about, like, his relationship and said that they started as friends and, you know, the business working relationship and they're very, very friend. And then it became like, you know, love interest and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then like, he just couldn't handle it anymore. His life was just like spiraling out of control. So like they had to end it, but I don't know what years those fall into because they knew each other for quite a long time. And, you know, they probably went in and out of yeah, yeah, yeah. that relationship with, with them and whatnot. So did you ever hear oh, that she was uh, dating to Brad? Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the brat. She was trying to get some of that, and I ain't mad at her. I am I not mad at her at all. You know, people I don't keep know, telling me that, but I don't just, know. Mariah I don't know. would go down that level. To I don't know. Not 
that lane. Yeah. I don't know if Mariah would be into that. I but I bet Debrat was she was getting something. Maybe. I mean Brat's real cute. I mean, actually if you see Debrat in person, because I've met her like a couple of times. Yeah. Um, because she's from Chicago. Hey, Chicago. <laughs> um, I met her actually once in a drag queen bar. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's Mariah. I mean, that's the brat. Oh my God, I have to go say hi. Yeah. She's actually quite beautiful in person. Like oh, really? she looks better in person. Like she has really nice skin and she she was really put together. Um yeah. which is something you don't think about with the brat. But yeah. um you know, they they had their friendly moments, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> okay well speaking of like non relationships but not, how about freaking Eminem? getting involved right what's his problem he was he had a relationship with mariah like let's get real i think he did um, in his mind i think he did in his mind now i'm i'm sure that maybe they had some sort of adult activities together but they never dated mm-hmm. he never put it in no. it, none of that happened no, no, no. none of that happened but he wants to act like they did mm-hmm. because he grew up having a crush on her and he wants to get that and blah 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 but he's just a clown yeah. and i don't know he's so obsessed with her you know, I, I read something in People magazine um, back in the day, and it was along the lines of he kept trying to say that they had a had a relationship, and he was mad that she was denying it. And then her comeback was, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I'm curious as to why he's so obsessed with me. Clearly, something's askew with him. <laughs> cool. Clearly. Insinuating. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mental problem. It's something. He's got a couple of screws loose up there. Yeah. But, um, you know, the war with songs between two of them back and forth with, like, you know, the songs that he wrote about Mariah and her, like, comebacks and all oh, of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it made for good, like, uh, you know, gossip fodder, I suppose. Yeah, because he kept coming for her. But there was nothing there. I don't believe yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And she's not going to just sit there. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I don't think there was really that much between them. But it was it was fun to, you know, watch everybody freak out over it. Because yeah. I just don't think that's... I don't think Mariah's like that. She's yeah. a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to that, or around the same time, or right after, like, Luis Miguel was Eminem. Eminem. So Luis Miguel and Mariah had dated for a few years yeah this is one of my favorites i was so I sad they were so cute together i felt and I, I know and i love the way that they met they met um when they were in aspen mm-hmm. and they both rented houses that for you know the winter and um the realtor sort of hooked them up yeah which is so cute she told us but, that on oprah right yes yeah. yes i believe that is i yeah, remember that story yeah, it's super cute, and I love it. And she, again, with Luis, just like she was with Nick, was very cute about it. Mm-hmm. She lo- she like, just seemed really in love. She did. You know? Do you do you remember when Mariah used to call up her website and just leave voice messages mm-hmm. back in the day? Yeah. Before all, before all the social media and stuff? There uh-huh. was one really cute one, and she's like, Hey, Lambs, um, I'm just lying here in bed about to get some rest, and... Oh, someone just came in the room, and it was Lewis. Uh, it was like sexy... I don't remember that. It was kind of cute. It was like their oh sexy... Oh, my gosh. It was kind of like... They were... <laughs> they're about to get in bed together, <laughs> pretty much. They probably were. Yeah, she's like, hey, come say something. He's like, oh, hey, everybody. She's like, no, say it in Spanish. <laughs> so... <laughs> they're just like so Oh, my cute. God, I want to listen to that, because I haven't listened to those in so long, and I'm going to have to find 
I know. I mean, not because I recall that one, and that one seems super cute. Yeah, it was really nice. Because, um, you know, their love was really good together. They, like, know. you know, he and he, she could find something, like, they could relate in the way because they were both huge celebrities. Yeah, he's a huge celebrity like, in, South, huge. in Latin America. So I think they, they had, like, a nice camaraderie because they both knew what their lifestyle was like, yeah. you know? And actually, do you know what? I was um, just kind of reflecting on, you know, connecting songs to her men. I think We Belong Together is about Lewis because I can remember um, reading an interview with Mariah and she was talking about their relationship. And she said, oh, what I love about him is that he has the same schedule as mine. And even if he's overseas um, working, we can be on the phone and just talk until the sun comes up. Oh, I remember her saying oh. that, and in We Belong Together, That's interesting. Who's going to talk to her till the sun comes up? Hey, you know that's a really good point because I don't think I ever really, I love We Belong Together, but I don't mm. ever think I really thought about who that song was about. I really think it's Lewis, but that would make total sense. Yes. I mean, it would make total sense. Mm. I don't know, Lambs. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that that sort of fits in the whole thing. Yeah. Let so. us know. I think we belong together. Could be for, for Louise because we know. Thank God I found you was. Yep. And she was. She was very grateful for that. She was so very I could in love. See because very by the time she, stuff. because by the time she would have started writing, we we belong together. It would have been not long after their breakup, a couple of years. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like, they say she started writing in two thousand and four. It's only like three years later. It's not that. Yeah, it's not, not that far long. away. Yeah. And she didn't have much else going on in terms of love during no. that time. No, no, no. So I think I think it's safe. That's a safe bet. I would make that bet. But yeah. Lambs, like, chime in. Let we're just know. speculating here, but let us know, Lambs. We want to know what you guys think. Yeah. Um, now, but, do you think okay. do you think Luis contributed to the meltdown, the breakdown meltdown when they broke up? Um, I think I'm gonna say yes but only because it was a small piece of the puzzle that was crumbling because it wasn't just the, the ending of the relationship. Mm -hmm. It was like Mariah's entire life was crumbling. Yeah, like she was yeah. like doing, she was holding everything up on her own shoulders, mm -hmm. you know, because you know, like she just finally got out of that whole Tommy and, you know, Sony, Sony Columbia records thing. So she was doing everything. So she was overworking herself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, you think, you know, the whole, um, people trashing her for glitter, mm. um, the breakup of a boyfriend and that she really enjoyed and loved. Um, and then just everything sort of crumbling down. So yeah, I do you think it played a part, um, in it because I mean, yeah, shoot, wouldn't anybody have a breakdown after, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> after, oh, after you know, that, you know, um, just to end, let, let's wrap up, uh, Lewis, but I was maybe stalking him at 1am just the other day. <laughs> On the Google, he, uh -huh. hasn't, he hasn't aged too well, so we haven't missed out oh, on too much. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Gravity, Good to know. Gravity's Good. got a hold of him. Oh, my. I'm Now I'm going to have to Google him, too. I'm going to have yeah. to stop Mariah's ex-boyfriend. Well. <laughs> um, but we wish him well, and well, we enjoy him. I know. We've got some good songs um, out of him. I just hope that he didn't, like break Mariah's heart by cheating on her because I think Betcha going to know from memoirs about him. Probably. About that. You know what I mean? But yeah. either way, let's move on to bigger and better and more beautiful men. Well, do you, do you know who has held up well? So, 
my favorite boyfriend. Yeah. Derek, <laughs> Derek Jeter. Ah, uh, oh, he was so he is so sexy. That was so so good together. They, I wish that I bet had they met at a different time in both of their lives, they would they would still be together. Yeah, like an old like because they now. were so young. They were so young mm-hmm. that like who knows what you're really getting into. It's like it's like no a puppy love. I think he's younger than her, right? I think like a couple of years. Not yeah, many. he's a couple years younger than her, and like he was not used to like the spotlight and all the fame and everything, and now he's dating like the biggest pop star on the earth yeah well in his i don't biography, think he was able to handle that I- in his biography um he mentioned that you know i met mariah and she was really sweet and i loved her blah 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 blah. but what happened was he was used to this level of fame and he was a superstar at the time at the top of his game in baseball but when he started dating mariah it just turned into something completely enormous that he's just not used to the level of attention right. it, the he was just like catapulted into the stratosphere of fame. And it's just like, that's a lot for someone to handle, especially being young. It freaked him out. Um, yeah. And you know, um, but I think they were really good together. I think Mariah, like she loved his family. Um, she loved that he was like interracial, mm-hmm. everything, everything loved it all, loved it all. And now they met at it, you know, Mariah was, and I believe they met at Air Fresh Air Fund Gala. Yeah, like in in like November or December of '96 or something. And she was still married. She was still married, um, but I think once she she saw Derek, she was like, "This is it. I'm out, honey. I'm like, living it. I'm getting it in." She wanted a taste of honey. <laughs> oh, and she got her taste yeah. of honey. <laughs> Uh, I'd taste that honey too Um, (laughs) but okay so so when we look at the whole Jeter situation and everything um, even though their relationship was very short I think it was very profound for Mariah because essentially I feel that the bulk of the Butterfly album is about their relationship Yeah, you know starting with Honey you know they was up on the roof doing Uh something and then he called her and Uh said I care for you, but he's just not in love. Yeah. And then she had the break break down. (laughs) But I mean, seriously, all of those songs like 4th of July and even like my all, I think are all Derek related. 100%. She was obviously just head over heels and inspired by him. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be? And I actually devastated by their breakup because, you know, especially my all, you know, she was lying in bed at night. Mm-hmm. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. She's like, pen. "Where's my baby doll?" Yeah, she had a pen yeah. and paper out, and she was just like bleeding into the into her exactly. writing. And we love that. We oh. got some. I mean, the Butterfly album, like, just hands down, it's everything. Everything. Like, we'll, we'll have a whole Lamely meeting about that in time I'm, when the time comes. I'm actually scared to tackle that album. I think we need to have at least five. I know, right? Editions. Part one. Two, Who three, knows? Five. Yeah. So a genius all the way around. But um, I also think that a lot, or not a lot, but some of the songs that are on Charm Bracelet are directly related to Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you look at um, uh, Lullaby, mm-hmm. um, lo- some of the lyrics like relate directly to Mariah, like, hey, how you been? Say hello to your family for me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one part in there i think it's towards the bridge or something where she um 
basically samples the roof and talks about the roof in lullaby Mm -hmm. and that like goes back to the butterfly album the roof Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay that's like a whole full circle thing there so lullaby Mm -hmm. which Derek loved Mariah like everyone did growing up. And he had like the poster of Mariah on his bedroom wall and everything. And his favorite song was Love Takes Time. Mm -hmm. So he would always be like, oh, I love Love Takes Time. It's like a lullaby for me. You know, like, can you sing it? He would always ask her to sing it and everything and blah, blah, blah. Um, So I think the whole song Lullaby is about Love Takes Time is the lullaby that Derek wanted Mariah to sing for him. Blah, blah, blah. Again, I don't know where I get this information. I could making this up all in my head. No. But that's what a, that's what a lamb does. That's, the, that's how jobs <laughs> decipher the the code. I mean, I spent many hours thinking about that. Uh, so I think lullaby, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and even subtle invitation. I think subtle invitation um, is also towards Derek. Well, I feel because- like um, the Charm Bracelet album is directed to Jeter and Lewis. It's like a combination. I mean, it could be. It, it absolutely could be. But I do think that subtle invitation is not so subtle of an invitation yeah. uh, is for Jeter because towards the end, if you listen really, really closely, she uh, says something like, I'll sing that song that you like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I think she's referring to Love Takes Time from the lullaby that Derek liked, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, also, do you think that in memoirs, the song Standing O is directed to Jeter? I mean, it could be. Because when I heard those lyrics, when I heard her sing that, I instantly thought Jeter. Because he's like the man of the hour. Because at that time, he was kind of wrapping up his career. Remember? I mean, standing O, standing O. Yeah, it like... could be. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good. I would have to listen to that again. And I'd have like spend a couple hours and get <laughs> get down to business with that. All right. But I think that whole relationship was beautiful and I loved everything about it. And Derek, how you doing? How uh-huh. you doing? Yeah. So the big man, the final man of Mariah's life that we're going to talk of the about. Man who, the man who started it all. Yeah. I, I think she claims that, you know, Mariah years ago claimed that there were only five men that she can count. Mm-hmm. Um, or she can count all her men on one hand. I think she said that he was her number one. Yeah. Isn't I don't it? know if I believe that, but I mean, it's totally possible. Yeah. Totally possible. Although Brenda K. Starr was on the Wendy Williams show like a couple of years ago, trash talking. Um, not the TV show, but the radio show. Yeah. This is like 2006 or something. And she was trash talking. Fucking Mariah was like, oh, Mariah didn't buy me a house. Bitch, get your own house. Yeah. But she, she said, because, uh, you know, Wendy obviously asked her, uh, like, oh, do you think Mariah lost her virginity to Tommy Mottola? And she was like, um, she was just, I don't think she said anything, but she sort of sounded really shady, like, hmm. Really? You take a guess. You know what I mean? But whatever. We wish you luck, Brenda. So Tommy Mottola and Mariah, obviously, we all know how they met. Mm-hmm. Very we, business- we know the story. Yeah. But it, I think from the get-go, Tommy Mottola, for how old he was and focused on business, he should have kept it at that mm-hmm. because it did no good for Mariah, Mm-mm. you know. And what are you going to do when there's this big, powerful man who wants to, you know, give you everything in life? Yeah. And you're not interested in that, but you're going to say, yeah, just, yeah. I know. You, you know, know what he, I mean? He really treated her well. I read an unauthorized an unauthorized biography um, about Mariah 
and they kind of went into into detail about what Tommy did for her. And by the end of it, I kind of felt what she would have been feeling. Like, okay, he did really sweep her off her feet and he really lifted her up in terms of her career and you know, developed her sound and he wasn't all that horrible to her. In no, the but I don't think... I don't think there was ever nasty nastiness between them. But no. here's the thing. You can't build a relationship no. off of, uh, like, business. I don't think they really ever had, like, true love for each other. I think they loved each other as people. Mm-hmm. But the, the entirety of their relationship was based around business. Well, first of all, she was way so too young. it's just not a good thing. Way too young. Way, and he was way, way, way too way. old. He was married yeah. with children uh-huh. that are, like, basically Mariah's age. Yeah. You can't do that. Like, it's just not good. It was just a mess. Um, but it, was just, it was just very, very messy. And, you know, Mariah had to fight for her life to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, I, what does she say in Petals? She fled to save her sanity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also, you know, um, I don't... Now, Petals... I don't think that um, any of Mariah's early songs when she was with Tommy are about Tommy. No. She wasn't feeling him at all to write about him. No, she wasn't writing nothing about him. Even though I think she dedicated the Music Box album to him, Mm -hmm. um, that's just semantics. That's just politics. That's just what you do because you're a celebrity. And if you don't, then it's like blah, blah, blah. People are going to be like, eh. But anyways, I think that Petals is one of the first... um, that really directly go uh, and sort of mention the life she had. Now, because I see the song Butterfly, I remember her saying in an interview once that she wrote Butterfly from the, you know, perspective of Tommy, wishing that he would say this to her, like, mm. go spread your wings and fly, and if you're come back to me, you will, and blah, blah, blah. Like, she would dream of, like, him saying that, like, letting her go, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, where Butterfly goes mm-hmm. with that. Bad, but then with like she mentions you know fled to sanity this that and the other she also mentions in there um uh my younger brother younger sister who i think she's referring to mariah or um to tommy matola's children that yeah. she had a relationship with because they were like around the same age uh-huh. and i think she got very close to them so i think she talks about them in the petals song yeah she talks about a lot of people in the petals song her sister um walter a Tommy, mm-hmm. his kids. There's a lot going on in that song. It's very deep. Very personal. Very personal. Very what you, personal. What did you think when you heard um, Side Effects on E equals MC Square? Uh, first of all, it's one of my favorite songs. It's a pretty good song. That album. It should have been a single. But... And it just goes to show that when you're that young, mm-hmm. those effects, those that Man. abuse, that yeah. emotional abuse yeah. sticks with you for a long time because now you don't know who you can trust, what you can do, mm-hmm. and, and you, it just sets you up for failure for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's about Tommy, um, but I love that song, and I'm, I'm glad that she could, like, let all of that out because it's really true. I mean, yeah. if anyone's been in a, a relationship when you're like early and think it's all like you know bubblegum and rainbows and it's really not mm-hmm. because you don't know any better mm-hmm. and then when it falls apart you're like oh shit what what did i do yeah 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 i bet you or so... what did that person do to me they don't yeah i bet she was so happy to get out of that marriage oh, and the whole gosh. situation whole situation 
Um, um, thanks, Tommy, for the know. specifically in the beginning of her career. <laughs> 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 but see ya. <laughs> I mean, it's true though. It's true. Like he helped her in many, many ways. So oh, I wow. think you know. Oh, we got to give him credit for that. And, you know, he just wrote his um, autobiography. And, you know, he obviously talks a lot about Mariah in there. And he really has nothing nothing bad to say, mm-hmm. you know. But I think now looking back on it, he's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But, you know. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Mariah's had some good men in her life. Some good ones, some crazy ones. We've got some great songs out of them. We've got some great music out of it. So I'm not mad. Everything happens for a reason. I know. Let's see what we get out of James. Some yeah. What kind that of music? Interesting. I know. All right, Lambs. Continued. Yeah. Let's wrap up the meeting and stay tuned because we have our first guest. It's my neighbor, Catherine Heiser, and she attended Mariah's first wedding to Tommy. Ooh. She, she, got, she was in there checking it out. Checking it out. Okay, let's see what she has to say. All right, stay tuned. Okay, guys, so we need to welcome our first guest, Catherine Heiser. Welcome. Thank you, Martin and Dan. And Dan. I'm so glad to be here. Okay, so Kathy is one of my neighbors, and she's a great dressmaker. Um, hand sews a lot of her work, mostly, right? That's right. It's custom couture, mostly for performing artists. Oh, and how long have you been doing that? 38 years. Wow. So I'm retired now and enjoying that as well. Oh, good. But I had some very beautiful, amazing, gifted artists come through the door here at 145. Uh-huh. And um, so you told me that you are at Mariah's first wedding. I was, and I'll, I'll tell you about it if you like. Well, how did that come about? <laughs> yes, ab- yeah. How did it come about? Yeah. I was invited to be the choir mother of the St. Thomas Boys and Men's Professional Choir located at a church called St. Thomas Episcopal on 5th Avenue and 53rd. And the children are for the grades 5 through 4, 5, and Mm 6. I had 38 little youngsters in professional English costumes and about 10 or 12 paid professional male singers, grown-ups. And into this atmosphere came Mariah Carey. Uh I was called and invited to take care of the boys, help them dress, to prepare for her wedding on a Saturday, somewhere between 92 and 97. That's how long I took care of the boys. Okay. And I said, oh, sure, I'll be happy to do that. I wasn't a particular fan of hers, but it sounded like it would be an exciting Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, if you got <laughs> nothing else to do. <laughs> so I went and prepared the children. They wore beautiful scarlet red cassocks and white uh, surpluses over them. And uh, the church was abuzz with Mariah Carey coming. She was to marry Tommy Matola, whose name I did not know at that time, mm. but a very important businessman in the music industry, mm-hmm. no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And the church was glorious with white flowers tied to the ends of the pews and white candles. And we took our places, and the entire staff of priests had been engaged, and the choir, mm. and the organist, Jerry Hancock, who is a very famous musician, quite famous in the liturgical world. Mm. And so we all took our places, and the groomsmen all came out, and they're in a location next to the high altar of St. Thomas. They're in an undercroft, sort of a gallery where the organist plays. Mm -hmm. And there was Robert De Niro. He was one of the groomsmen, <laughs> uh -huh. which I got a huge charge out of. Well, Mariah's wedding started almost a whole hour late. Uh, well, that's, that's she normal. was late. <laughs> normal Mariah time. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, the audience filled up, or the church, the, the main sanctuary of the church, and the boys were very agitated and excited because they heard that Christy Brinkley was in the audience. Oh, wow, yeah. And she was at her she absolute was, She was peak. still married to Billy Joel at the time? I think so, I think yes. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. And Barbara Streisand was there. Wow. And the choir mommies and daddies, the choir boys' parents, were relegated to the balcony. Hmm. Uh, but they were... Where were you? In the church, I was in walking around and standing around in the. I can't think of the name. One of the, the, vaulted rooms where the organist plays uh -huh. and the choir gathers. Okay, not in full view of this of the audience. I waited there with everyone, and to hold up John Andrew, who was the then rector, was mm. quite quite something. Mm. I can only imagine what they paid for the entire church, the facility of that amazing church shut off to the public, which, by the way, is wrong. Did you know that a wedding is a matter of society, a public... Hmm. Um, like a public event? A public event. Wow. Because it's in, in, engineered by society. Yeah. Anyhow... That makes sense. Yeah, it makes total so sense. Just, I mean, especially that's right. It's in it's, a church. It's, it's a matter of the, the citizenry is allowed to go to any wedding. Should be. Wow. So I was quite struck by the fact that the church was closed off. Yeah. I don't know if they really told people they absolutely couldn't come in, but I think they might have. Mm. Fifth yeah. Avenue was just crowded with cars, mm. people getting off in limousines and so forth. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, finally the service began, and oh, down came the aisles came the bridesmaids, all in strapless gowns, mm. very L.A., all suntan, golden hair, dribbling down their shoulders. You know, not one of them had a shoot, you know, a shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> and finally Mariah came down. She was quite pretty in her wedding dress and amazing bouquet. Mm -hmm. And uh, her grooms met her, groomsman and groom met her at the altar, and the whole thing took place. Now, as a dressmaker, what did you think of her dress? Well, I thought it was interesting, but I thought it was pretty risque for St. Thomas Church. Oh, really? Wow. You know, the Episcopalians are notoriously fairly conservative. Uh -huh. But it was real L.A. look. The suntan girls with the beautiful bosoms. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she was trying to emulate um, Princess Diana's wedding. Do we know this? Yeah, yeah. it's a known fact. Oh, really? Did you think her dress kind of... Up I think it did. It was a little too low, but it was. She <laughs> yeah, looked very I mean, it pretty. Was, it was off the shoulder too. Way off the bit. shoulder. A lot yeah. of shoulder and chest showing. Yeah. But um, he was kind of five o'clock shadow, and 
not that happy to be in a tails, but hmm. very it was very formal. And was it a long wedding? It took well, it's not too long. The Episcopal well, service is not. Add the hour wait time. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Do you want to guess what that must have cost these people to oh. engage John Andrew, the rector of St. Thomas? Yeah, right. Because he was kind of like a diplomat of the city. Be like Cardinal O'Connor to the Catholics. Mm. Yeah. I think mm. I just saw something, um, Forbes magazine released a list of most expensive weddings. I think it was number eight. Tony to Matola yeah. and Mariah Carey. Yeah. Who was number one? Oh, I can't remember right now. But maybe it was, maybe it was I'll the, have to look that up. the new prince and his lady. Oh, probably. We like them. Yes, that was a gorgeous wedding. Oh, that was a really nice that wedding. Was really yeah. nice. Very nice wedding. But Anyhow. Yeah. But, yeah, of course Mariah would be an hour late. But mm -hmm. I think she looked great. I liked... I I'm, thought she was pretty and yeah. modest and in behavior, certainly. I mean, the service came off very quietly and, and uh, with good manners. The most uh, remarkable thing was the children. They were so buzzed by Christy Brinkley being there, and she had on a diamond choker oh, yeah. or a rhinestone choker, something very glitzy. And she was dishy. You mm. know, the oh, wow. children were all a, a buzz. All the little boys. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of Mariah marrying Tommy, who was obviously well, a lot I, older than she? I don't know much about these people, and they're not in my kind of department of entertainment. I'm more of a classic music lover. Uh -huh. So, but I knew it was going to be a big event, so I got myself down there to take care of the boys. Wow. That's about all I can remember, but it's a standout memory. It's pretty good. It is. I mean, it, in as many years as I've loved Mariah, I've never known anyone who, like, had any sort of insight or was at the wedding or near the wedding or had anything to do with it. So it's very exciting to hear this from you. And you realize she was in the same church as Consuelo Vanderbilt. I mean, this is the high society church of New yeah. York, mm. is, not you know, St. Pat's. I just actually walked by the church maybe like a week ago, and it looks like they've um, they've cleaned it, like the brick, the everything is so bright. It's, it's almost too bright to look at. It, it used to almost, be dark gray. It used to be dark, and now it's so bright. It stands out. It's a beautiful Did church. you go inside? I didn't go in, but it's I It's very I austere. By. It's very beautiful and very serene. One of these days, I'm going to have to just for... Stop in there. Yeah. Anyhow, those are my memories, gentlemen. Well, that's fun. Thank Thanks you for, for sharing. Yeah. You're very really welcome. appreciate it. That's really great insight. I know, and you, to think it was so long ago. Uh, 92 to 97. We'd yeah. have to look up the date of her wedding. I think it was, was it summer of 93. Right? So I think June of 93, I want to say. And she wasn't really, really that famous compared no, to she, today. No, she wasn't. It was early on in her it career. It was very early. I'll tell you who else was were great friends of St. Thomas, if I can have another yeah, moment. of course. Jesse Norman used to sing gratis with our choir. She adored St. Thomas. Hmm. Joan Fontaine, the great actress, mm -hmm. film star, mm -hmm. which you youngsters probably don't know much about, but very beautiful. Joan Fontaine, look her up. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other was the, the great millionaires, used to sit in the choir loft to watch the services. Oh, I can't come summon up her name now. Her son brought a lawsuit against her for not leaving him the money. Oh Just, my. Oh, was it the hotel lady? Maybe. I, I'm sorry, I can't think no, of her right. name right at the moment. Fine. Aster. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Astor. Yes, she was a good go. friend. Oh, yeah? Yes. Wow. And uh, thanks to John Andrew, who was a great social creature in the city, mm-hmm. we had these illustrious people that would come and become really quite part of the church. Wow. Interesting. Had you ever seen um, Tommy or Mariah there before? No, I never did, nor any of the other celebrities. I'm sure there were some really amazing people in the audience, but those are the a few I mentioned are the only ones I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, those, I mean, at the, even now, Christy Brinkley and Robert De Niro, they're like still big names. Big Christy, stars. He's yeah, just come still, out in a new film, yeah. yeah. And they leaned against the wall waiting, <laughs> chatting and laughing and talking. I watched De Niro. He was just one of the group. <laughs> so interesting. Well, thanks for coming and telling us this. Okay, Martin and Daniel. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Okay, guys, it's time for Lair Mail. Uh, Our favorite part. Yes, it is. And don't forget to follow us at Lamley Meeting on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends, and please share us on your page, and let all your other Lamley friends know about us. And, you know, we're still in the growing phase, so we appreciate any help that you can give. And all your feedback, too. Like, we want to we wanna know, we want to hear what you think about all these, all these meetings, all these topics, all these situations. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Dan, guess what? Yeah. So I was looking what? at our SoundCloud, that's who hosts our podcast, uh-huh. and they give us statistics about people around the world. Right. So... And uh, like so where guess our listeners are, where uh, they are, and, and you know how many, etc. Uh-huh. So, I guess our number one audience is America, as you expect. Number two is Australia. Yes. Number three is Iran. Home free. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. I that know. is so strange. Isn't that cool? But that's amazing. I know. There's lambs in Iran. Yeah, we have lambs in. Oh my gosh, I love that. All over. So, hey, reach out to us. We want to hear. Reach from out you. to us. Let us know what the lamely life is like in Iran. There. Yeah. And also, you got lamely around the world, so don't be, you're never alone. Yeah, you're, you're never alone. Anytime you need a friend. Yeah, we're here. We'll be there. <laughs> Just hashtag <laughs> lamely meeting. We'll find you. Yes. Anyway. Um, okay. So what lamb mail do we have in our bag today? Well, Alex on Facebook said, I love your podcast, guys. I can seriously listen the entire day. All Mariah Carey. I mean... Face. I could basically do the same thing too, and I basically do. So I love that okay. there are other lambs out there who do the same as I. Thanks, so thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. We also have um, a little note from Juan, and he says, Hi, guys. I'm lambing out to the fourth episode. Um, I just got sidetracked to the BET blueprint performance that's the vision of love performance that uh, we talked about in um our last episode Mm -hmm. and he says that's my favorite live version ever and it really is if you guys haven't checked it out go to our youtube page and uh, have the playlist of all the videos that we talked about um in that episode and he goes on to say he really loves the podcast keep up the good work Mm. and we will do our best lamb juan thank you swan gracias (laughs) gracias (laughs) Uh, oh, we also have Robert. Um, yes, uh, Robert is one of our younger lambs. Yeah, we were mentioning, love talking about younger that. lambs. We love younger lambs. I know. It's it's so fascinating to me that, like, you know, you know, I, I was, like, eight years old when I discovered Mariah with, you know, her debut. Um, but, like, 
it's so fascinating to hear from other people when they fall in love with Mariah, especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, well, Robert says he was 16 when he first heard Touch My Body, Mariah's music. He was avoiding the older stuff, but then he started to explore it and get into it. And then he says that uh, one of his faves is All In Your Mind from the first album. From the debut album, which is a great song. I which, mean, the... Yeah. Her voice in that just goes up, 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 and it's it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I love that like you know young lambs can get into her, look backwards, look mm-hmm. current day, and look to the future, and really see this amazing body of work that she has, yeah, and how true. she's evolved through you know the decades. Mm-hmm. It's really it's it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great. And you, you know, um, our producer, Jarris, he made a really good point to me one time mm-hmm. a while ago. We are talking about Mariah's voice and just, just the state it's in. It's still good, but it's just not how flu- as fluid as it was in the beginning, which is obvious and fine, whatever. But thank God it's been right. documented. Which is fine. Thank God well, we have, right? this, thank God we have thank this body God of we work. Have all of that, like, for eternity. Yeah. Ugh, because no one can never do it like Mariah. No I, one. I doubt it if, they, if anyone ever will. It, it comes across once in once in a lifetime. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, so that's it Sorry, for the Ariana Grande. You were born in the wrong generation because yes. Mariah's. You'll never be anything. Sorry. I love yes. you. <laughs> I love your high snatched pony and everything, but there's only one Mariah. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's all we have for Lamb Mail this week. But remember to send us more guys we want to of course hear everything and share what you yeah. guys have to say with all the lambs out there yes so meeting and like us on facebook and twitter and all of that and we'll we'll um we'll keep in touch also find us on itunes and hit subscribe because then you can forget about it and every new episode will just automatically go to your it's phone for you if you've got an android download the soundcloud app we're right there that's where we are based and we're on YouTube. Yeah. So we're, we got everything covered, guys. I so think no so. matter what your techno- technological ability is, we got something for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, everything. There. We're covering all bases. Yeah. Okay, Dan, listen, we've gone over time, so let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. We got to go. Thanks, Lambs. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Uh, what are we doing next episode? Oh, next episode. We, oh, we can't forget to let you know. Next, next episode, what are we doing? Oh, B-Sides. B-sides. Songs. Yeah. All those songs that never made it on a Mariah album, yet we still love. Yes. You know? So let send us, us send us all your favorite, like, uh, unheard or unknown Mariah songs, and we'll talk about them. We'll go, yeah. we'll go and spill the tea on all those songs. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun one, because she has some really cool unreleased stuff. Uh, one of my favorite unreleased is Sky Diet. Don't let me get started now. I'll save it for next week. <laughs> okay. Um, also, guys, we apologize for the wonky sound. We're having technical issues, but uh, yeah, bear with you us. Know, bear with us. We're there. We're making it happen. We're making it happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you right. next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We just want to thank our Lamely meeting team. Created and hosted by Martin Burgess and Dan Enriquez, our producer Jarrah Steed, and our graphic designer Sean Marks. Thank you.